0: Turn on the spotlight Even if it's just a tip in your toe Gonna tell you Gonna start right
1: after this here tune, Eric Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Infinite Crisis Number 1, written by James Town IV the 4th, with art by Double A Ron Presti, Matt Ryan, Romulo Fajardo Jr., and Rob Lee. What if Ted Kord didn't die in Countdown to Infinite Crisis, Jim? What if? Well if the dark multiverse can be believed it would probably be the worst thing possible because blue beetle here instead killed maxwell lord and then used checkmate and brother Eye to quote save the world but with the just league around it seems that the world will always be in danger pitting our hero against his former friends and by the end of ted Kord's mission he'll be willing to sacrifice everything to be the hero including his humanity
0: oh, yeah yeah. And I was worried about this. I'm not a huge, uh, infinite crisis guy. You had assured well, me everything that it dealing would be with this let for the up. most
1: part, if, if you read the countdown of infinite crisis one shot that came out, it pretty much catches you up to anything that's going to be dealt with here. And even if you don't read yeah, that Tempest Fuginot and the way that everything is played out, it pretty much spells out everything you need to know and like even how it's changed. Well, here
0: the way that I, I thought it was and why I, I did like it is the idea that it's more about you know, right and wrong and if right is always wrong and wrong is always right. I, I think that people who have read and and know more of Infinite Crisis would get a little more out of it. But really at the end, it, it is about you know a character who is a good character a character that we love and a oh, character that's the
1: worst part because in, in the on Infinite Crisis issue it pretty much Ted quarters on some stuff yeah. going on some shenanigans going on all across the world you know billions of dollars being siphoned out of court Industries, Wayne Enterprises, some stuff in the background that he's trying to get and you know Booster Gold got hurt when they were trying to figure stuff yeah. out and the thing is it all led to him finding out that Maxwell Lord was in control of Checkmate and had all the identities of all the heroes and was going to use Brother Eye Mark One to go and create the OMAC project to go and get rid of all of the superheroes in the world eventually, because it was humanity trying to strive back and be the ones in control again, and not these godlike figures. And throughout this whole thing, no matter how many times Blue Beetle Ted Kord was right, all his former friends, they looked at him like he was a joke. Yeah, yeah. And it was really just heartbreaking because it was a guy who was just – you he know, used to be on the Justice League and that was the version that everybody saw as yeah, a, joke now. a joke. Batman wouldn't take him seriously because for the most part, everybody was reeling still from the fallout of identity crisis. So like everybody had their own things and Ted Kord <laughs> – blue beetle we're not going to take this guy seriously even when he got oracle to come look like you know call all the heroes in to come look at things they couldn't find anything so pretty much, here's the beetle that cried wolf a million times let's get out of here everybody
0: and also he spells it out he spells out in this the idea that well, he's not the smartest guy. Yeah, he's court industries. He's a smart guy, but not smart like the others. When you have you know people debating, okay, who are the oh, top? Batman, couple? Mr. Terrific, yeah, you have that. too many ahead of him, and for him to kind of figure some things out, there is a kind of a arrogance to the other characters that. <laughs> How would Ted Cord figure out things that we wouldn't have figured exactly. out? But also it, it goes with even how Ted spells it out in this I'm also not the best fighter. I'm I'm not, yeah, they would say that I do what I have to do. Oh, look at Ted Cord. He's always doing a little better than he should. You know, he's like one of those guys. And I think it plays out even better in this than when you do have him survive, where he is trying to help people, where you see that a guy, Batman thinks he's well over his head right away. He might be. Uh, but as it goes on, he's going to have to make decisions that he normally wouldn't make or normally have to make well, it's, because it's he's a, a good guy. Too
1: Right away with Ted Cord, you know, killing Maxwell Lord, which everybody thinks is a terrible thing because now he's t- using Checkmate and Brother Eyes himself to save the world like no other hero ever could. Just in a better way than Maxwell Lord wanted to because yeah. he wanted to kill all the heroes. But this actually puts us in a really cool alternate reality right away because the fallout when we get into Infinite Crisis was – nobody trusts the heroes anymore because everybody saw wonder woman kill maxwell mm-hmm. lord it was broadcast everywhere so they're all questioning yeah. the justice league you don't have that now so the just League are more united in this trying to figure out what ted cord's up to but still allowing him to go and do these things because he is making a difference more than anybody else in, in the world right yeah, now and
0: then as you go on ted actually starts to question the just League, you know with a little oh, with yes. a little brother, brother eyes like,
1: ted cord i think that the world should be you know saved if the justice league would die well, yeah they we're well, always going to cause yeah. trouble around and even with here. That, you know what, brother? I, you're real good stuff the here. Funny thing is, even
0: with that, it's it's like that subtle deal that brother Eye just doesn't say. Wake up, Ted Cord. I have an idea, Ted Cord. He really wants to save the universe. He wants to save everyone. So he says, "Hey, brother, I, you know, figure out." the biggest, uh, you know, people who are the most likely to destroy this world. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. The Justice League. Okay. I actually thought that it was going to be him. <laughs> is even the, the whole big thing. threat, you.
1: It's not even the Justice League it's being just the ones to destroy the world. It's just because they're there, there will always be a threat yeah. that they're going to have to go up against and, you know, distro- have all these casualties in the background of all their wake just trying to stop this evil that's always going to pop back up. Yeah.
0: I-, I think it's even more because it-, it just doesn't even spell that out. He just says they are the and I think that they're the biggest threat in a bunch of ways because brother I and this plan that the plan is pretty cold by the end is you gotta kill a lot of people to get this going and the Justice is gonna be the one to stop it. Like you said, you're gonna become the evil then that they would stop. Um but yeah as it goes on there are you know twists and turns that I can even see uh of things. I'm like, oh that happened because of that and that. But some of that stuff is beyond uh, people who wouldn't have read
1: the full oh, and the crisis. The thing is, a lot of that too is just little vignettes that you can move past yeah. because they aren't that important to the story that James Tynan wants to tell. Like keeping the uh, Black Diamond of yeah, the Clips the away, from, away from Gene Loring. Just even thinking about, all right, we've got to figure out a way to stop Spectre from going crazy because he is the biggest yeah, and problem you have, we uh, have. Yeah, have Ted, go like that. to
0: the Rock of Eternity to yeah. talk to the Wizard about that. You have
1: him figuring out who Mockingbird is as being Lex Luthor yeah. for the Secret stops Six going The Rand the War.
0: I mean, these are things that as this is going on, you see that Ted at a point where you get Batman, especially where they think like, Ted has saved millions of lives at this one point. Oh, yeah. He really has. I mean, without them knowing about Gene and, and, you know, and stuff with the Eclipse of the, so they wouldn't even know that how much he's done. Yeah, they see.
1: Everything is just going to be them. i Infinite Crisis had so much going on in the background where I just think about the story normally. It's like, yeah, you know, when Superboy Prime, Alexander Luther Jr. and, you know, like Earth 2, Lois, and Superman came out, you know, and caught the Superboy went insane. The Superboy no. Prime. That's like that's what I think of. But there was so much going on in the background, and that's what I like because that isn't the big story. Like you know, the, these background. No. things so we can kind of skim I, over I, them I like, and just show you the I resolution. I like the
0: skimming though because of the idea that when you do have a Batman realize, and and there's Sasha Bardot and and she had been undercover through Checkmate. So what yeah. Ted wanted to do was he he's kind of setting up. Uh, 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 what I'd call a blind interview where Sasha goes to Batman and starts talking about, man, I think that Ted, She's a double I agent. think that Ted has a lot of good things going on. And there's Ted listening in the other room where Batman's like, there's no, no Jeff way. Sasha. He's a piece of crap. And oh, that was just a test, Batman. You failed. But as this is going on, like, they do see that he's going a little galactic, you know, where he did end up stopping Than uh uh you know the, Thanagari- the Thanagarian War. War. Yeah. Um but he would never know about using the OMAC. Yeah, t- yeah using man the OMAC and stuff But like he that. would never know about the idea of what because a lot of the stuff is the it's it's what ifs within what ifs where you stop, you know, Gene from getting the black diamond, or you you end up stopping uh, you know, the the Spectre. They'll never know because that will never happen happen now but yeah. even the little things of the uh ran war and him being out and about This is too much for Batman. He's like, you have overstepped your boundaries. You know, you can't do this without at least coming to us. And I think that James Tynan sets it up pretty well of the, you know, hard headed Batman that then goes to the Justice League of like, yeah, they're they're jerks. They're not going to do anything to help. And Ted's already helped. So how dare you? But, yeah, Ted still thinks that he is, you know, the guy to to deal with this because he is a normal guy and that's pretty much through booster gold who comes and sees him a couple of times. And then you, you know that booster is in so much trouble as this goes, as you start thinking through because booster keeps coming and showing up and saying like, what are you doing, Ted? This isn't you, you know, yeah. what, what are you, this? You, the
1: one guy who could reach Ted Cord. he's going to yeah. be there. And the whole thing, even leading up to this is that he was the most killed helping yeah. Ted Cord uncover all of this. Yep. So now he's like, he gets out of the hospital. He's been like, you know, he's got third degree burns. In Nobody his knows where his he is. And, yeah, and that's yeah. the whole thing that, Hey Ted, you need to come down and look booster. No more fun and games. I was thinking, you know, like I was actually down on myself for a long time, but I finally have the power to do something. Just get on board, buddy. We can actually be the heroes. Like, no, you're not doing things right. And that's the thing is we even lead into it where we have the – um. The character's like, you know, you find out that the Secret Society of yeah. Supervillains has been killed now. And like, you know, the Alexander Luther Jr. looking like Lex Luther being behind this whole thing. We find out the whole giant thing about bringing back all the multiverse with the anti-monitor tower that he's created, yeah. And I just like this whole background because even this is a thing in the Countdown Infinite Crisis where – Cord Industries had a stockpile of kryptonite that they had saved for like, you know, study and stuff like that. It was stolen by Alexander Luthor Jr. here who has a giant kryptonite yeah, gun, a gun and he ends up killing Super Bowl, uh, Superman and Lois. This whole thing then just really puts Superboy Prime over the yeah, deep end because Ted Cord, knowing what he knows now, he exposes the fraud that Al- is Alexander Luthor Jr. and actually can get the psychopathic Superboy Prime on his side. Yep. It's just too bad that, you know, Superbo- Superman uh, of Earth 2 and Lois had to tie in the they died, and even where blast. Superboy
0: Prime's like, they were the best, like, they didn't deserve they this. And that's where you get Ted then to kind of go in with it. And I don't think he's being manipulative as much, just saying, Let's make the world that they deserve. Well, Let's the make thing. it. He's better. not
1: being manipulative. He wants to be able to use yeah. Superboy Prime as a tool, but also the thing is, he needs him to fall in line because he is going with the Black King scenario oh, that yeah. now that he is checkmate. And you know, if you have a psychotic Superboy Prime, You got to get rid of that as soon as possible because even with this, things change like, all right, you can be the hero. You want to be Superboy Prime. You don't have to go the route. You did he still goes to the rock when he know Ted sends him that. after yeah. the teen titans to like you know try to get them on board with the things and he just ends up killing and everybody. And even again. as
0: this goes, you had where Booster went to Ted and he's like, Ted, you're not acting like yourself. This doesn't sound you sound like Maxwell Lord. You sound like the guy that you killed. And then five when he finds out he killed him, like, what? And he's like, You sound like Maxwell Lord. And he's like, Yeah, that's why I had to kill him. You you what? And so he's like, Don't worry about that. It had to be done. You know, we're here to make a better World now, why don't we get together again? A little blue and gold. I got this idea. We're gonna go after this mockingbird who seems to be the head of all this stuff. And why don't you come with covered. me and go? And he's like, "F you," and leaves. <laughs> And again, could that there's like all these little things. And, and this is why I like this a lot more than some of these other dark multiverse stories.
1: It is, seems well, well more thought is, out, this whole reaction to one is, thing changing. And that's
0: the thing. There's there's what ifs in the what if as you go, like what if Booster would have went with him? Maybe he could have, you know, stopped some things. Maybe he could help. Maybe he would have died then. We don't know. But I like the idea of the things and also where you are getting because it's it's infinite crisis. I mean, this is leading to a huge change, a huge bit of deal where it's almost starting to be a runaway train at this point, where even if booster at this point wants to say, whoa, 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 you know what? I want to go get Batman like everything. It's it's a little over my head now. Why don't we do the right thing and get everyone involved? You also have, you know, brother, I involved who's then telling him things and, and wants to pretty much. Assimilate and become fully In control so you have that in the background As well like let me take over Fully Ted Cord. So there's these like I said it's like a snowball Effect and you do see at a Point where Ted he is over His head a bit but he's trying he is Still and there's in my mind Throughout all this there's never the point where you say oh man he went fully evil then it's like he's always leading to something that goes wrong and then trying to fix that but by fixing that it messes up the next thing down the line so yeah it's well thought out of what There's characters do. There's a really great do.
1: point in this whole thing when the the Watchtower on the moon is ex- destroyed and we have our trinity show up and at this point normally Wonder Woman is kind of an outcast in this yeah. whole something because she killed Maxwell Lord but now because she hasn't because that's where you get the classic line in that Infinite Crisis where they're arguing about what to do next. And Batman says, look, you need to inspire people because the last time you inspired anybody is when you died, Clark. And that was such a throwing shade line that originally... You don't have that now because you have them united. So it's like, look, we got to take this, you know, and realize who the real threat is, and it's Ted Court. We have to do something about this because he's going a little bit over his pay grade. Yeah, and that's what—that's a, a cool idea because you had this moment where originally with Wonder Woman being a murderer, you had the the league separated. Yeah. here they're united, they're united. on a like, common front. Here, I'm like, good, that's
0: awesome. It is, and that's where brother eyes says they're the most dangerous threat. Like, <laughs> oh no! And again, this is where, like I said, you go with. I want you to compile the greatest threat to the safety of earth as it stands today, tell me who it is and at that moment as it stands right there where it is at Ted Cord and Brother Eye kind of doing the things the greatest threat to Earth is the greatest threat to them and it is exactly. the Justice League so, but it's not really what I think Ted Cord really meant but it starts to make that and he even says that's not what I meant and, and it goes but that's where you have Brother Eye like you don't understand and that's where they said you know with the it's like when they say if you don't have the Justice League you don't have the target on Earth they, they even do this in Marvel and stuff with the avengers a lot as well uh so it's well played like you said one of the next steps of trouble is for ted cord to trust superboy prime not to go ape and he does. He goes ham because he and goes And once up. he
1: finds out about it, though, that's the greatest thing because we do have the OMAC planets yeah. out and about. He just swifts the switch and, like, Superboy Prime becomes an yeah. OMAC. He's already infused yep. himself with the OMAC technology to become the One Beetle Army Corps. It's a little hokey, but it's also yeah, kind of funny. funny. And even when Blue Beetle then takes on the Trinity, Every time he's been hitting him, he's pretty much been putting the nanites on him yeah. so he can flip yep. the switch. And the Trinity right there become Omax right for him. Yeah, he's to Omash, recruiting. He's,
0: and he says, he's like, I'm not attacking you. I'm recruiting you. And they don't really know what that means. Uh, but yeah, even with this, Batman tries, you know, there's a lot of last ditch efforts of trying to – Figure things out and try to make it right where Batman's like, whoa, 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 this, this brother eye nonsense that what you think is my, you know, paranoia in there, somebody else is fiddling around. Now, Batman may be lying because he's kind of Thrown under the bus there with it all But it's like that next step With that's don't listen to it It, it, That's not just me you know come on And he's like no 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 it's you and I'm Assimilating you because as Superboy Just goes nuts and Superboy He just looks down at the Superboy Of this world like you're just Walking around in Smallville on on A farm how dare you I mean You are not what we should do you don't Deserve to be anything like me I'm gonna kill you and goes and that, you know, you have all the Titans getting alerted from Smallville, and you do end up having, you know, Superboy Prime then meet with them, throw down, you know, uh, Connor, and just like, it's it's on now, guys. I am going to destroy all of you. But this is why, as this is going on, Blue Beetle is, you know, going against the Trinity and has to assimilate himself as a full Omec, uh, one Beetle Army Corps, because he couldn't possibly face them
1: on their own. But like you said, it's an recruitment. It's not an attack. Uh,
0: and that's and the turns greatest them. part
1: because the only person at the end then who can stand against Ted Cord here is his best friend, you know, Booster yeah. Cold, who is standing there uh, just with a plain old gun saying, like, you know, you stand down, Ted. You can't be doing yeah, this come whole on, stuff. Ted. And because you know ted court is being threatened brother Eye goes and actually goes and blasts but Bo- booster yeah. killing him and because of the pain then the being the human thing that's actually making him weak he allows brother Eye to augment him to take away yeah. his you know personal feelings and, and emotions so yeah. he becomes what he's talking about this whole time how he's he, just yeah, a bug and by the bug. end of everything it just keeps recruiting more and more yep. people where he just becomes the hive mind yep. of this it's colony of terrible. OMAX. so there's finally peace on and, earth
0: and you do have even up to then like I, I like the progression. He's becoming more and more assimilated to the brother. Like half of his faces is, is gadgets and stuff like that. But he still has his humanity until, yeah, he ends up blasting. He just – and his brother. I blast Booster through the chest, just rips a hole in him. You have the classic where he's holding a dead Booster there. Um, But, yeah, the whole thing is let me get rid of your emotions, Alright, whatever, let's do, do it. it And then, uh, you know, if you do that We can finally end this battle We can take the planet And he's like, alright, do it, go and do it And then you see the end It's just raining fire and superheroes You, you end up seeing, you know Shazam is falling out of the sky Raven, you see all of these characters Just landing in a pile of Just freaking things and, and, you know, dead bodies And it's crazy And then, yeah, you end with the cool t- ending Like, I'm a bug you okay that's how they always saw me it goes back to the intro it's a nice little book and then you have tempest
1: Fugina who shows up Full and boy Rod we he are, he's not even but, pretending yeah, they anymore they are not and you know pretending and it's awesome james tynan saw what this was and he yeah. just went with it the whole thing's like the blue beetle saw the crisis coming in his death he was remembered as a hero in the world above but in the dark he became its world's greatest villain raising the question of what may have happened should he have survived in the light this realm corrupts and twists but does it lie a question that can only be answered in the dark I multiverse. Love, so I, I know to a question that can only be answered. <laughs>
0: In the Dark Multiverse. I'm and I'm like, I,
1: want to, I do want to get a Rod Sterling thing and just put Tempest Fuginot's giant head oh, on yeah. it and make it a meme. Oh, it'd be so good because now basically – You're now entering the, the dark, dark Multiverse. Yeah. Now
0: the, the TV show that we're watching here is called The Dark Multiverse. I love it because <laughs> that's what it started morphing into. At first, it seemed to be you know, kind of going with this. It seemed to be a recruitment drive. It seemed to be somewhere Tempest Fuginot was going around and maybe plucking out these heroes that might have been able to – in my mind, when it first started, it would be the heroes who uh, rose up uh, against their surroundings of the Dark Multiverse and proved to be heroes. Despite that, it, it it went wonky right away. And now it's just tales of the Dark Multiverse. And yeah, I just love that in, in the Dark Multiverse. And then it ends with Teen Titans, The Judas Contract is next. And, and I hope it's as and good. And that's a Kyle Higgins. I think he's co-writing it, and I love Kyle Higgins. So I, well, Kyle I hope Well, yeah did the, uh, yeah, the, he the did first one, the didn't Nightfall he? one with that's Scott right. Snyder, I believe. And again, that's probably the second best of these. Maybe this is the best one. This is by far, in my mind, the best one
1: because it it didn't
0: seem I don't to. Know, I liked
1: Blackest Night more than I like that. Yeah, one I as didn't well. like Blackest Night that
0: much. I, I end up I like this mainly because. This seemed to be a complete thought like like Blackest really Night just seemed like, okay, we'll get this one scenario and play it out a little and, you know, end up with whatnot. But this ends up pretty much with a different deal, kind of showing you also that. Even if you meant right, uh, things were going to go bad, but not one of those where in Blackest Night it even seemed like, you know, even if you wanted to try to do something, it always end up the same way. This ends up just worse. Everything's destroyed. And I really like the thought process of it. Uh, So, yeah, I'm pretty down with that. And and again, Nightfall wasn't my favorite either. I I think those were around the same for me. I might have actually given Blackest Night a little bit more of a score because of the idea of jumping so forward in Nightfall. But this is my favorite by far. This seems to be a complete story. You have a lot of ups and downs. You actually have the idea of not just the what if one thing. And then go from there. It's the what if one thing that leads to the next what if and the next what if. Like you said, the little subtle things of a Wonder Woman who doesn't kill Maxwell because he's already dead. And in a hokey deal, you probably would have had Wonder Woman kill Ted Cord and go back to that whole deal. But you don't because it's, it's progressing differently because of that one point. And so I thought that that was well played out. What did you give it on the site?
1: I ended up giving an eight out of ten. I love the art. And actually, I'm, this is the thing is now I'm talking about. It, like, I'm i wish going Would have given an eight. 5. I'm going to an 8.5. That's what I'm. That's giving the a. thing I I am me. joining you right now. Eight point five. Because the art's great. I love the, art's the
0: amazing. art. amazing. Yeah. And
1: the, the whole the, the whole background of what we're dealing with. I'm telling you, if you read the Countdown to Infinite Crisis right in this, it is a complete story for what you need right here, and I think it works really well. The things with the, you know the Eclipso stuff, the Spectre, yeah. and even the Ron Thanegarian war. It's a little glossed over, but you know what we're dealing with the most important aspects of it, and. That that is the whole thing with you know, Superboy Prime, the Legion of Supervillains and stuff like that. I mean the uh, Secret Society yeah. of Supervillains and all that. It touches everything it needs to touch for the most part. And I think it did a really good job. And James Tynan did a hell of a job in creating this whole what-if world to like, you know, a way that actually feels like it could have been something. Yeah, and I'm
0: going to tell you that I think I said to you, there's some people who jumped on with Rebirth. Some people jumped New 52, whatever you may be. You You can read this just reading it yeah, most people know the basic story of the infinite crisis and so that's all you need yeah there's little particulars that are thrown oh, yeah. in there but even then you know What's when going they to DC at and or? You know when they're happening like I, i'm telling you you see gene going for the eclipse of the black diamond you know and and if you want to you look it up then and it's not james tyner's even fault. even ted
1: cord just going to the rocket of attorney yeah. is just a really cool little yeah. aspect you never expect like to said, see. it's
0: not james tyner's fault that i don't know a lot of the ins and outs that's because i didn't read a ton before new 52 and i've gone back and read a lot of stuff but if you are one of those like ah, i didn't you know deal with that and i I don't know. I think that it's still worth reading because of the just the idea of in the end. It is really about a character who is one of the nicest guys. He's one of those guys who always tries to do good. You don't think of him as a bad guy ever, and seeing what could happen to even a guy like that who gets in a little over his head and, you know, maybe went a little above his pay grade to try to save the world uh, on his own when and, and also a world that didn't believe him, so they're at fault as well. So I think that even on the basic, you know, level it's a really good story as well. Plus, then you have Fuge at the end just saying, in the dark multiverse. <laughs> and that made me laugh so much. It, it, you even told me, you're like, wait till you get to the end. The Fuge goes full oh, out, rock, early. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait. And I'm, I'm not even thinking it's this full when I'm reading it. I'm waiting <laughs> for it to be just like, yep, that's what happens. I had to fill in the cracks and get the heck out of here and do this and that. Well, I'll see you later. I'm like, no, no, no. He, he, you you hear everything involved. Oh, in you, you hear the the theme, all of the stuff. For the whole deal, so it's pretty funny ending uh, that made me laugh. And then even at the back, where you have that back cover, it's all black, and you have the OMAC beetle. I'm a bug, that's why they think what they think. That's what they'll always think, and uh, you know that's cool. I, I really think that this was well played. So yeah, it's one of my favorites this week, and it surprised me. That's why I went eight five as well, because I told you I don't know if this is going to be for me. Well, it ended up being for me. I liked it. Yeah, so. it's good. It's a cool deal.